there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Welcome, welcome, welcome to F1 with DRS. I'm Dan Rather. I'm joined by Matthew Collins, Charlie Curtis, and Jethro Bovington. Just before we were recording, I was commenting, Matt, that you're not wearing a hat today, which yeah. is kind of uh, kind of rare. Clean hair. I go like three days without washing normally, so sometimes this falls on like, I washed it Friday. Yeah. I don't feel like washing it on a lazy Sunday, and then I mm-hmm. don't want to wake up earlier than I have to today. I think this is a good topic because... There's sweet spots for everything. So, yeah, I don't wash my hair every day. Mm-hmm. I feel like in a dream world, this may gross people out. Four days without a wash puts it exactly where I would want it, how it looks. Yeah. And then I get itchy and I got I, clearly it's dirty and I need to wash yep. it. Are you on the same cycle? The scalp is the only reason I wash it every three or four days. Right, because like, the hair just keeps getting better and the better The hair gets looking. better and better and then the scalp gets drier and drier. Uh-huh. And then it's like a snowstorm. And sure. I need to Exfoliate. tackle it. I I got like I have a scrub. Oh. I have like a shampoo scrub. Ooh. I oil it. Okay. So sometimes Do you have that little uh, shower brush thing. Yeah, I have the shower mm. brush. I have a pre brush, a shower pre-brush. brush, and scrub. A Just got a new like dandruff shampoo because I'll get one. It'll work, and then it stops. Have you done tea gel? You tried that no. one, that Neutrogena one. It's like charcoal. It smells oh. wretched. I, think I wash my hair every two weeks. Every two weeks. Yep. Two great, weeks. great, great. That wasn't. But you like when you wet it, right? You just don't I shampoo and condition. When I cold plunge, I dip under. My <laughs> That's rinse. your wedding. That's my rinse. <laughs> wow. Um, well, no wonder you're only doing it every three days, Matt, because that sounds like a 75 minute routine. It's, is, is it's it a intense? lot. Yeah. yeah. Then I just wear a hat for a few days. Yeah. I should just... wash it more because I think the reason it gets dry is because I'm. When I work out, it's generally a spin class, so I'm uh, very sweaty. Right. And then that. I think when I'm leaving it on, there must be something that's happening sure, that. Sure, sure. So I'm, sure. I got to try to wash it more. Yeah. But I hate it. Okay. Maybe man. if you just push through to the two or three week mark, it'll all be fine. Yeah. Oh, I got a story that'll blow y'all's mind. When I lived in Dearborn, Michigan, I lived with a band and the lead singer of the band. It was the, you know, it was like the straight edge punk rock scene. So there was a lot of proclivities in that scene. One of them was everyone was vegan. Everyone was straight edge and didn't drink or smoke. Everyone was obsessed with serial killers. Like a pilgrimage people would take us to go meet John Wayne Gacy in the penitentiary in Illinois. Because he would meet, meet him? Yes, he would take any visitor that was a younger male. Because he's just a pervert. So all these punk rock kids were like, you bet you you sat with John Wayne Gacy? Yeah, like a high percentage of them had, had spent time with John Wayne Gacy. The most out there one was the lead singer. He started proposing that that washing was somehow a part of colonialism. And, you know, you know some, somehow it was political to wash and that the human body isn't designed to be washed. And this guy did not shower for the entire year I lived with him. And performed regularly in a punk band oh, and, and was fu- and had dreadlocks and was fucking on it and sweating up a storm. But I do have to say, he never smelled. 
And he said, mm-hmm. to your point, Charlie, there was a point two or three weeks into everything yeah. that he was like, oh, this might Switch, not, yeah. is untenable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry to smell blah, blah, blah. But yes, he did. He went beyond that. Yeah. And I am not advocating for this, but I just, I was pretty shocked. I expected that he would stink way more yeah. than yeah. he did. I know a girl that did that with her hair. She was like a big advocate of never washing her hair. And she would go like six months without washing her hair. And she had unbelievably beautiful hair. Oh, she did? And she said the same thing. It was like, first two weeks are okay. Then that third, fourth week, it gets real bad. Like and a then wet it's, rat. Yeah. And then it starts to adjust itself and starts to kind of work mm. out. So there's got to be something with that. Maybe we pitch that for the next season. We all don't shower. It would be great if she married this dude that I lived with <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, they could be perfect. Matt Weeks, other. that was him. He was a great singer, Weeks, creative, Weeks. punk rock dude. Another really just side note funny thing. So it's this like hardcore and punk rock as you get. I'm intimidated by this guy. He's, he's a genius. He's got the coolest tattoos. He doesn't shower, blah, blah, blah. But he was so into Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and so once, I think it was every, if it wasn't every weekend, it was every other weekend. Aaron Weekly and I would wake up. Mind you, we shared a room the size of this coffee table. And we would wake up and come outside and he would be having his Dungeons and Dragons like um, Sunday morning ritual. And it was like six middle-aged men, so weird looking. And two of the men had those huge Bouvier dogs because they all thought they were knights uh-huh. and warriors. Uh-huh. And so we'd come out there and there'd just be all these old men, these enormous hound dogs in the living room. We're like, what is this chapter Making of the whole story? Yeah, it was incredible. Yeah. Woo. Okay, so the hair, well, Jethro, and you want to tell us about your hair routine at all? Yeah, I'm just sat in stunned silence like many people. Ah. I wash my hair every day like ah. a normal human being. Oh, you're disgusting. I, sh- I shower every day. Wow. If I exercise, I might shower twice a day. Crazy mm. as that twice sounds. A day. The queen is so proud of you, Jethro. She <laughs> is beaming down on you from heaven. Colonialism. Yeah. Oh, I guess I guess it was just confirmed it is colonialism. We started it. We started it, and I proudly continue that tradition. Yeah, no, I used to have longish hair, and I still washed it every day. I'm pretty sure. I seem to remember it's just always been a thing I've done. But my guess is this: it, your hair would get greasy really quick, right? Mine, mine won't. Mine doesn't get greasy for like a week. Would yours get greasy quick? Yeah, when I had long hair, maybe. Yeah, it would probably get greasy after a day or two days. That would. So that's. I Not guess that we'll ever know. I just, I love to shower and like wake up in the morning, have a shower, wash my hair, have my head under the shower. Doesn't that, that's just a great way to start the day. Yeah. So I don't know why I wouldn't do that. It was for me all growing up. I had to get in that shower to wake up to go to high school and it was cold in Michigan. I wanted a hot mm-hmm. shower. And then, yes, I was religious about it. And then I can't say that this is why I didn't make the decision for this reason. I just remember hearing it rumored that Brad Pitt didn't shower a lot. Oh, yeah. That came Do you remember that? That was, was kind of like big news. Big some news. weird rumor percolating in the early, late 90s, mm-hmm, early yeah. 2000s. Again, I don't think that has anything to do with it. But I just found myself going like, well, do you, what happens if I don't shower today? Am I stinky? Am yeah. I this or that? And I just was now, hate to say it, and I do, obviously, I bathe. But um, I got to make myself. To me, it's yeah. such a waste of fucking time. I hate I'm like, showering. oh my God, I got to get in there and then I'll be it. wet. What? And I'm the whole thing. And I got to take my clothes off and put them back on. Uh, like, oh. It's a nightmare. Yeah. Who's got time? Okay. This goes into now clothing because I want to admit that I am in the exact same outfit I was when I saw you guys Saturday. I love it. I've changed my underwear and my socks. No shower. Well, I got to say, this is, is how you know you've shifted your style. 
because I wouldn't have noticed. Oh. Similar vibe. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not shocking that you're in this attire enough that I noticed it. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. it's just slight tonal changes in the sweater, mm-hmm. type of sweater, yeah. tone of the jean, so you boots. Su- you've it's successfully very... shifted over into a new style. Okay. Know? and so Because now it's just... not, it just looks like, yeah. My uniform now. Yeah. 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 Someone sent me a video of Beckham. Uh, I don't know if anyone saw this. I can't imagine anyone did. It's just him at the end of a long island, like a kitchen island, oh. um, having tea or coffee. I don't know. It's a coffee cup. And um, just glancing at his phone. And it's six minutes of it. And I think uh, Victoria's <laughs> no filming it. And he's like kind of humming along to a Christmas song as he scrolls through his phone and drinks tea. I could have watched that for three plus hours. And the woman who sent it to me obviously had also watched it many, many times in a row. And I was like, that's where we're at. I'll take any content of him. I was fed his um, eyeglasses line. Oh, he has has some kind of glasses company. And so I clicked on it and looked through. And like, he has other people modeling for him. Not interested. Yeah, but what they've a got these. They've got him and it's just either like reading glasses or sunglasses. And then I want all of them. Yeah, like, what a what a resource for your own. Company. It'd be interesting to yeah. know like the the yeah. relation to sales of the ones that he models versus the other ones. None of them are selling. They all look cool, model. but I don't want to be those people. No, right, no. right, right, right. Do you have it, uh, Jethro? At all? Do you have any uh, fan worship of Beckham? I wouldn't go that far. I think it's a bit like because you boys are relatively new to F one, you're relatively new to the David Beckham phenomena. So <laughs> yeah, he's yes. been a part of my cultural world since. <laughs> For a long, long time. So the worship is the wrong word. Do you think we should rebrand this podcast in the UK as 12 years ago? The 12 years ago podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It's weird because America normally leads in everything and then the UK follows on sometime later. But somehow in this podcast, that's been flipped on its head. It has. I'm discovering Burberry and Beckham and Formula One. Like, did you know a Formula One car has four wheels? Wow. You're going to be so excited about fish and chips soon. <laughs> I love fish and chips. Now, how about your clothing, Jethro? Will you go multiple days? Will you, how, how many days will you wear jeans before you wash them? Assuming you don't spill anything gratuitous on them. Jeans, a little longer t-shirt every day. Obviously, uh, any top every day, actually. I don't know why, but that just seems the right thing to do. Jeans, I would say three days max. Wow, okay. that's fast. And how about you? Oh, some jeans, probably f- three months. I'm not. <laughs> there wow, was, that, there was that whole thing when, when you put them in the fridge, you're supposed to put them in the when freezer. Raw denim became like hot. Yeah. That was a thing you never wash it. Yeah. You're not supposed to wash it, it bleeds the color. Or like whatever. the human body, it yeah. has to yeah. be washed. And, yeah, you put them in the freezer if yeah. they start to smell bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it kills all the bacteria. My thing is, like, normally my T-shirts are pretty basic, so I can wear two T-shirts in a day. My pants, I have a lot of pants. I switch my pants a lot. So, like, I'm wearing a <laughs> pair of pants, like, once every two weeks. And so wearing it three months is kind of like your three days. Yeah. I wash everything every day. Well, every time I wear it. Okay. But it's mostly because of fit. Oh, you like it snug. I like it to fit a certain, like, a, the yeah. fresh washed fit. I get that. I get that. Especially shirts. Maybe like a sweater. I won't wash that often or a jacket. But like jeans, they just stretch too much. And then they don't fit the same the next time. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll put an asterisk next to anything that has to go to the dry cleaner. It just will never. I'll If it gets dirty enough, I'll throw it away. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get like six, seven years out of a sweater. Because I am not going to deal with (laughs) taking it to 
Yeah. You should get uh, a freezer just for your clothes so that you get rid of the walk in. What if I had just, eat, no, what if I had yeah. one of those deep freeze you put like a deer in? Yeah. That, that you lift in your up like, the hood I, or bonnet I, of a car. I think car. you should have one with those plastic flaps that come down, that, <laughs> like in your closet. You yeah. have to get through and you, your closet's a on whole there. frozen locker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if anyone cares, I'll, uh, some, I'll try. I can, get, I can get two days out of a t shirt depending on what my activity level is. And then jeans, who knows, indefinitely. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's do a quick recap. Uh, very sad you weren't here, Jethro. We had a very fun uh, weekend together. Uh, let's just start with the lover's hike. We did a hike on Saturday. Saturday morning, Charlie instigated a hike. We did six and a half miles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jethro, we did the same hike that you and I had, our lover's hike. Yes. Yeah, that was cool. I enjoyed that a lot. We saw a coyote. You told me all about the intelligence of crows. Um, yeah, it was generally a pretty good time. I was just telling somebody yesterday that you and I saw the crows making woodpecker noises, which is fucking mind-bending. We did. Yeah. We No, that was a nice walk. We shared lots of sexual re- revelations. Mm, yeah. A lot happened. <laughs> yes. Yes, a lot happened. It was very, wow. very connected. Yeah, so we had a very brisk, fun hike up to the top. And yeah. then Saturday night was the white elephant party Shame. that we all go to, Jethro, or we, we were missed. It's at the Hansons, and they've hosted it as long as I've known them. Yeah. 15 years or something. And it's a fun and raucous event. Mm-hmm. And some fun things happen. So if anyone is not familiar, do you do white elephants in, in the UK? No. Okay. So can't wait till he does one next year and he's obsessed about it. We yeah. can say, oh, yeah. we've been doing this forever. Yeah. Yeah. We've been doing this forever. You bring a gift. Everyone has to bring a gift. Then you put your name in a hat. It comes out. You can either go to the tree and unwrap a present, or if you someone else unwraps something you like, you can steal it and not open a present. And then that can be stolen yet again. But once it's stolen twice, it's locked. The thievery is really the game. Yeah, Yeah. and the gifts, it started year one with like, let's do $25 goofy gifts. And it's just migrated to be people will bring whatever they have lying around their house. I think you and Kristen might have brought some gifts that you've been Again, lying around the house, that might be a $2,000 price tag. We have Eric trying to Well, actually, this year we brought cheap shit and stuffed it full of cash. Which I was going to bring up later because no one knew until after. But there's just, now it's a full spectrum. There is random homemade stuff. There's incredible stuff. There's surprise. Drugs. You name it. Yeah. It's just full spectrum. And then there's one event present. And when you get this present, you're kind of fucked. Because now you have to take the present and change it for the following year. So this started with... This huge penis that was also a chest of drawers. Someone gave that, and then someone took it. Was a dick of drawers. Dick Dick of of drawers. drawers, What did I say? Chest of drawers? (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm like trying to speak Jethro's language or something, but that's not even probably. I think it was a chest of drawers. (laughs) And then they moved it to dick of drawers. And then it, the dick got uh, decorated all kinds of manners over a few years. And then it just got so extreme. I think on the fourth year, we ended up getting it. And there was a glass dome around it and a whole menagerie around it and a toy train and lights and snow pubic globe. hair. Yeah. The person who did it is a director of Hollywood movies and I think in, enlisted the prop department to build this. It was yeah. so mind-blowing. It was insane. So when we got that, it was this determined that we were retiring that present because it had apex. There was no, anything beyond it would be degrading Mm -hmm. it. So then Kristen commissioned a, that's maybe what I'm thinking of. Chest of drawers, Mm -hmm. we could say. Mm -hmm. Um, A nightstand and the handles for the drawer were titties, big luscious titties, but like uh, carved out of wood. Wood, yeah. 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 
So I do admire the way you guys go for your parties, like be it Halloween, a fucking white elephant party. Most people buy, I don't know, like a bottle of wine, but you're commissioning pieces of furniture with carved titties. It's impressive. Well, not to get saccharine, but I do think it's the most beautiful part about living in L.A., which is virtually everybody that's here left their hometown because they had some creative fire Mm -hmm. burning in them. So it's just like people have, I don't know, the baseline of creative people is pretty high. The people that have gotten this chest of drawers twice now are in that same vein. Uber creative. They do. They. You think this version of Halloween is insane? Their house is like a full-on haunted house. They're, I mean, they're the perfect people to get this thing. How do you improve upon a chest of drawers with titties for handles? Okay, so the first year, someone converted it into, they removed the lid of the nightstand and converted it into, I believe, a record player. Yep. Yeah. And did it have mm. a beer tap on it? Well, somehow? I think that was the next year. Then the next year, Chester Drawers got... It came back in with a tap, and you could put a bottle. So it could be like a bottle of wine, a bottle of water, a bottle of beer, whatever you want, and it would come out of the top of the nightstand. <laughs> yes, that it's was amazing. a record player and titties. And then this year... Well, last well, year, last year was, the handle looked like an antique handle, but you untwist it, and it's a flashlight. You know, a so flashlight. You could fuck the drawers. Yeah, so you could make love to the nightstand now. <laughs> When was that added? That, that was, was last, last year. year. Yeah. yeah, that was last year. I no, forgot. I forgot. It was the two years ago, and then last year it was the same gift. But if you reached into the flashlight, it was tickets to Adele in Vegas. Ah! As soon as there's a flashlight inserted, surely that's when you retire the gift. Well, you don't. Well, you would think who wants it after someone's had it for a year for sure. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. But this year, it came back, and it now had above it, if you can imagine, like, uh, a set, the mirror with all the lights makeup around mirror, it, yeah. makeup mirror. Oh, yeah. So it kind of had that behind it. And then when you put your finger in the flashlight, there was now a button inside. And when you hit the button, it was AI that told you perverted kinky stuff. Like about your love how meter. You, how you had done by putting your finger in the flashlight. <laughs> This like, that needs work. I feel you're, like you're just winding me up. This can't be real. Yes, no, it was mind-blowing. I wouldn't believe it either I, if this, I wasn't this sitting there. This can't be true. This yeah. is just an elaborate ruse. And when it was really perfectly timed is it came out at the very end, too. It was like yeah. the second to last. And it was a tiny box. In a Tiffany's yeah. box. And by and the way, no it one out. wants it because when you get it, you've got to put that much effort into it for the following yeah. year, right? Like, it's, it's a big to-do. I have my plan for when I get it. Already mm. blow it up with a stick of dynamite. Don't film it. Well, <laughs> okay. But it was now. Gonna, it's now gonna, been retired again. So yeah, I heard that it's been retired. Oh, it's been retired. And yeah. whoever got it now has to come up with an entirely new idea to bring into the group that then has to get. And I'll add the person who got it this year is Liz Plank, who we have a show with, who's w- adorable and wonderful and smart. But she's also brand new to the party. I think that might have been her first. <laughs> yeah, or, was, I, I think it was her first thing. Yeah. And she accidentally got this thing. So she inherited this, you know, <laughs> intimidating present. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to throw it in our fire pit and then bring it in an urn. Oh, that would be good. So then another thing that started uh, happening that was really funny is that, Matt, you had the luck of the Irish on your side. Something was happening where you kept drawing the best presents. Yeah, every present I got was well over worth $500. Yes. And I don't know why it kept shaking out this way, but Matt would unwrap yet another glorious present. And let's just say only one in 10 of the presents is glorious that you unwrap. And he, Mm -hmm. he went three for three. For whatever reason, it kept being Charlie's turn immediately after Matt. And so 
Charlie just stole everything Matt ever got the entire yeah. night. It never, <laughs> you never, yeah. Have. But the only thing is, is like, I would have been more upset if Charlie actually got it because they were like things that both of us really wanted. It was our friend's clothing line. Like, we both wanted it. But I knew Charlie also wasn't going to get it because it was two, st- the second steal gets locked and Charlie was only the first steal. All the times, yeah. Every time, yeah. And I <laughs> so got we stuck, both just I, got I so opened those uh, air. AirPods. Oh, yeah. AirPod Max is the so Apple one. I had my hands on, I think, all of the good presents at one point. <laughs> they passed through. Just your they hands. passed yeah. right on through, but I touched them. You also had those shitty candles for a long time, though, right? I did. Yeah. yeah. I really sold them. You sold them oh, really well. Jethro's asleep, as I'm sure the audience is, too. But one other fun thing is that uh, Charlie got the worst fucking present imaginable, all these stinky candles. <laughs> And he's like, kept pitching them. Anytime was uh, anyone had an opportunity to steal, he would be selling them. These are beautiful candles. What were you saying? It takes you back to wherever you want to go. There's uh, Sicilian lemon. Sicilian, you and go back Charlie to goes, the took, Italian countryside. Takes if you me want. right back to Sicily every yeah. time I smell it. There's probably five hundred dollars once you burn that candle down. Maybe <laughs> who knows? And they, so no one's gonna touch that thing. He's definitely going home with like eight oversized glass candles. Bright yellow, yeah. bright red, <laughs> bright green. And, of course, our friend Jess stole him from Charlie. He didn't want him for sure, but Charlie's so good-looking, and <laughs> Jess likes guys. And so this son of a bitch, once again, he floated on his gorgeousness. I think he promised him a little sexy Yeah, he, pick, he yeah. threw in. He, he, I'll give you the candles and a butt pick. <laughs> <laughs> you can drip the candle wax onto my chest. <laughs> But I looked at, I immediately locked eyes with Eric and Monica, who, of course, were always all over Charlie because he tried to pass off at Thanksgiving some portrait he hadn't really painted that everyone believed he did. But the three of us were like, there's no way. So anyways, I look immediately at those two and everyone's shaking their head like, yeah, if he was a little less gorgeous, he would have had to go home with those fucking candles. candles. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. 2024 predictions. This was Matt's idea and it's a great one. Uh, These are what we think is coming our way in 2024. And we got a big list of things here. And as everyone knows, we are pretty good at predictions so this is bound to be very insightful and accurate Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't crunch the numbers but just ballpark well i won twice i think p10 you won twice twice and once i think we were one each you guys won big ones each so six out of 23 races or 22 22 right 22 (laughs) percent <laughs> so yeah, less than 50-50. The combined might of our brains got us to 22%. 22%. And surprisingly, we broke relatively even. That is a shocker and a delight for for me. Very, I think what, what Rob, too. we each owe what? So Jethro won twelve hundred dollars. Matt won twelve hundred dollars. Okay. Charlie won twelve hundred dollars. Oh. And then Dax won fifteen hundred. Oh. oh, so everyone basically just owes Dax a hundred dollars. Oh, how perfect! A hundred from each of you. That I'll, really... um, I'll Venmo what? it to you or whatever people what? say that you're going to do in America, wallet. but don't actually do. You'll Venmo it to me, <laughs> bastard. What could be less thrilling? <laughs> what are you doing, hon? Ah, I'm, I'm opening up my Venmo. I think I got my hundred dollars from Jethro. <laughs> uh, snake. Yeah, I'm gonna wait for the exchange rate to go a little bit more in my favor and then I'll choose I'll choose the correct day the correct moment you have like a tracker on your phone standing outside of that uh, money conversion spot 
with a yep, wristwatch yep, on. Yep. <laughs> it's just like, what, 90 pounds? Yeah, about 87, something like that. Oh, probably, see, yeah. that's great. That's nothing for you, yeah. If I was giving Canadian dollars, I'd be screwed. I'd be giving like a million 200, bucks. 200. What's it at right now? I'd probably be giving you like a, a 120 bucks in Canadian, I think. All right. Well, that seems to be the same gap between us and the pound. That's not yeah. 136. 136. Wow. Oh, boy. Should we all be chipping in on a Canadian cabin right now? Is that the move? Yeah. yeah. Well, because also like interest rates there have skyrocketed. Like everything there. So is nothing's like, for yeah, sale. And, yeah. Yeah. 79 pounds. 79. 79. Is that now's your, wow? Now's your, now's your chance. Now's my time. Yeah. I'll still wait a couple of weeks. You never know, Dax. You know, it'll come. It'll arrive. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what the um, shopping numbers are for the GDP. We'll see what they come in at. We'll see where this currency takes us. <laughs> Stay tuned for more F1 with DRS. Okay, 2024 predictions. So we got the first one is this last year, there was a lot of shirtless selfies that went around. So who do we think is going to have the most popular shirtless selfie coming this year? Now, can you just, I want to be really clear. The shirtless selfies were technically selfies or just in no, a post? It doesn't have to be a selfie. Just off. they post it on their Instagram. Yeah. A shirtless photo of themselves. Or it could also just be like. Could it be Susie's? Yeah, I, even Susie was going to be posting shirtless selfies. I don't think it's going to be shirtless. <laughs> it's like, that's a bold well, prediction. Well, Susie will win if she decides to do a shirtless <laughs> selfie. I'm sure she'll shoot to the top of the... Yeah. <laughs> I've got um, I've got Pierre. Mm, that's yeah, a good deal. Right. He seems... He's the most jacked. He's got his attractive model girlfriend. Mm. And they're just gallivanting around the world. How do you not? Yeah, and he's, he's really sexual. He yeah. talks about that. That third leg of his a lot. He talks about it too much, almost like he's compensating, oh, overcompensating for okay. something, you know? It's a uh, lot, isn't it, to talk about, to name yourself the tripod. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Botas because this year he gave us full mm. reverse Pantless. news. Pantless. You think he's going to go frontal? <laughs> I think this year could be the full Monty. Most people start at the top and work down, and he's flipping it. He's yeah. starting at the bottom and working up. He has. <laughs> And again, I think we've already talked about it, but it, it's worth revisiting because I'm so vain. I, I got to go through 75 pictures of myself before I find one that I would like enough mm -hmm. to post, which should inform people like that. You're seeing the best of the best. So just lower your expectations <laughs> enormously. You're actually seeing a curated version, and it's not that good. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm never a one and done photo. <laughs> no, 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 no. And in fact, even if I like the first one, I'm like, oh, I could definitely make this better. <laughs> right, Exactly. And so what I applaud most about Botas's nude calendar is like sometimes his ass looks awesome, like so enviable. And other times it looks like flapjacks, pancakes. Yeah. And those are in there too. And what it tells me is like this guy is so confident. Yeah. He doesn't care that sometimes they look flapjacky and sometimes they look gorgeous. I posted a, a butt picture on Instagram. Back when you were doing Race to 270. Yep. And it must have taken me four hours <laughs> to get one. <laughs> I wish it was your neighbor watching this in the backyard. That would have been incredible. Oh, I love that admission. That is so good. It was worth it. I, I can see it in my, it's on the diving board. Yep. Yeah, I, it's been seared into my memory. But I had to, like, set up the thing, go over there, the timer. But I mean, you know, I got to work at it. <laughs> Bare naked I the whole pump. time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jethro, are you, do you have a, a prediction? 
I feel like this guy is is riding a new crest of confidence. He's looking a lot trimmer. He's driving old F1 cars at Velocity International at Sonoma. I'm going Zach Brown. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. I, I think he's Zach trimmed Brown's, up a bit. He's trimmed up a bit. He's confident. McLaren suddenly looked like a proper team. He's been squeezing into old F1 cars. He qualified really well in historic races he was doing. He's challenging people to boxing matches. Maybe maybe there's a weigh-in selfie, you know? Um, yeah. Ooh, that's a good... selfie. That would be great. Yeah, I think it'd be good. And I also, also was thinking that maybe no one will take on Zach in the boxing match. Maybe this is Charlie's second <laughs> boxing match. <laughs> oh, they must be in the... Don't second, think. Second, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, not per- second bout. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think oh my it would God. work perfectly. I got to say, though, as you're, as you're one of your best friends... This is a lose-lose. Because if you win, you beat Zach Brown. Yeah. And boy, if you lose, you got beat by Zach Brown. Yeah. doesn't seem like there's a lot of glory in either of those outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be a big show. It would you know? be a big show. Yeah. It would. It'd be a big show. <laughs> Next live podcast. I think Zach Brown's a, the best guest of the bunch. I just want to give it up. That, that's the Blue Ribbon yeah. guest. Because... You're right. He's on the verge of like a mid-life Jeff Bezos style, yeah. like getting mm-hmm. pretty jacked and then wanting to show it off a bit. I, th- I think you're on to something. Yeah. yeah. I think I got a, one that people wouldn't expect as well. Um, I'm going to say Max. Max has now, apparently Red Bull has poached uh, Carlos Sainz's trainer. So Carlos Sainz is moving over. So it looks like Max might be having a new trainer for next year. Maybe Max is like, you know, some people kind of get to their 20s and they're like, all right, I think I'm going to, like, get jacked. Maybe Max is like, I just won, beat every record. All right, I'm going to try something new and try to get really jacked. So He maybe needs a challenge. Yeah, maybe that's going to be the challenge this year. And he's like, the only way I can get better is if I'm just wildly fit. Yeah, I think he'd go the opposite. <laughs> get a Zach Brown. If I it. had his ear, I would go, don't do anything. Yeah. Well, you're yeah. right, because a golfer did that. What was it? Bryson DeChambeau did it. He got, like, super jacked and he was killing it. And then... Yeah, his drive went far, but all of his other game fell apart. Really? Yeah, he's got. He's a well-oiled machine. He doesn't need any tweaking. No, no, uh, <laughs> he, at all. None. He's good. But I killed to see him shirtless. I don't think he's ever even had a shirtless photo. So, which is another reason why, even if it didn't get ripped and he posted a shirtless photo, it would be the most viewed shirtless photo because everyone would be so. Shocked. I could see him swimming in his shirt. <laughs> Oh, he's that guy. Yeah, you could be right. <laughs> that I, is a I'd wild as, prediction. I'd yes. be as shocked to see him getting into the back of a yacht with his shirt on still after swimming as I would be with him shirtless. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I could see it. And he's quite pasty as well. So he doesn't want to get sunburned, which is sometimes the excuse for wearing the shirt that people have. So I think that works. I think that could be the guy. Yeah, You're right. He would. It would be a UV shirt. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, or a board rash shirt. Yeah. 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 Like that uh, Zuckerberg photo on that surfboard. Yeah. Yeah. And the white sunscreen. Is that fight ever coming together? It was rumored that. Yeah, it kind of dissipated. Yeah. I think Zuckerberg. I think uh, Elon pulled out. Elon Musk. Oh, Elon pulled out. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Zuckerberg kept, I think, talking a bit of shit, I think. Oh, my God. And you know you know of this, Jethro, that those two were supposed to— Yeah, I heard about it. Yeah. yeah. And I think Rome, like, sanctioned it. They'd hosted it. The oh, yeah, at the Col- Rome Coliseum? Oh, no. yeah. yeah. It was uh, a full-blown gladiator uh, uh, fight. Uh, 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 uh. It'd be great to have Jeff Bezos as the ref. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Next question. Most crashes. Who do we think is going to have the most crashes? This feels like 
unless someone's being cheeky, this should be a unanimous mm -hmm. uh, uh, answer. Maybe on three, we all say it. Uh, three, two, one. Sergeant. Sergeant. Okay, yeah. It was a Same. mix of Logan and Logan Sergeant. And we got to go with what we know on that yeah. one. Yeah, Just... yeah. You don't have a differing opinion, do you, Jethro? No, I did think the only thing is um, if Hulkenberg continues to be as annoyed as he has been about how bad the car is and he's done his, like, drift lap to make himself, make his displeasure unknown, maybe he's just going to start stacking it into barriers at the end of the race just for fun. But yeah. Sergeant feels like a good bet. I did think also Ocon could potentially get up there. Like, if him and, like, you know, we're hoping that there's going to be a huge rivalry be continuing yeah. to grow. And he seems like that unpredictable one that, if he's just trying that little bit extra all the time, mm. he could get there. But it is Logan is the first place for sure. Yeah, and that kind of um, segues into highest damage yeah. cost. That's kind of the same answer, I'd imagine. I think both of them are kind of. Although you got to put Carlos in the mix on that, yeah. in my opinion, signs because yeah. he, he a he crashes a lot, and then for whatever reason he's jinxed. His car catches on fire. He has a lot of DNFs. <laughs> he, I don't know what's what voodoo's happening behind the wheel, but those cars seem to ignite when he's mm -hmm. driving them. I went for like a single race highest damage cost. Checo, I think he'll take Max out. Those are, I think oh, those are double pricey, car. Those are pricey cars. Pricey cars. So he's going to take two out. He's going to be on full tilt and take them out. <laughs> two for one. And then for season, I think Alpine, kind of for the same reason, yeah. that yeah. they'll take each other out a few times. And then yeah. we've got double crash, mm -hmm. double expense. Mm -hmm. I had Perez as well. I felt like he's going to arrive full of confidence the way these drivers always do. Like, I'm Perez 2.0 or 3.0 or whatever the fuck we're on now. And then... <laughs> And then after like three races and when he's depressed and Max has beaten him soundly, he's going to just start crashing into people. So I think Perez is a good shout as well. <laughs> Seems unfair to go with this next question after the last two. But. Yeah, it just sounds like a merciless <laughs> a beating on so-and-so. Okay, so let's go to, um, well, fuck, not get a seat again. I have Checo. I think he's going to lose it early on. Yeah, the question too. is yeah. who's, who does not get a seat again? And I think he's going to get a a couple races in and then... I, I don't know that he'll be out. He might get a seat, but I don't think he'll have his. I'm not entirely seat. confident he's even going to start the season. No? Do you guys feel like he's... I know that they've announced that, but it's 14 weeks between... I don't know. I think there's a lot of question marks around him. I, I can't... If he starts badly, I think he's gone within like three races. I think yeah. he probably will start, only because they haven't got that much data on Danny, for example. But... um. I don't think it'll last long if it carries on a slump. What would you think about Vettel returning? Personally, I'd love it because I think he's great. I think he's he's awesome. And back in the day, you forget, he was unstoppable in the yeah. right car that works for him. He was absolutely unbelievable. So I'd love for him to come back. And he's a, he's a real character as well, isn't he? Mm -hmm. um, stirs up the pot a little bit. He's got that elder statesman feel now, a bit like Hamilton. So yeah, that would be a that would be a good shout. That would be fun. Yeah, because I'm not sure who they put in that seat if they want to do it before the season well, started, yeah. other than one of these rookies, I suppose. But I can't imagine they necessarily want a rookie trying to make a name for himself. There was rumors Max. that in Danny's contract, there's a six race stipulation that if Checo doesn't prove himself in the first six, Danny goes there. Mm. So maybe who knows, but that's just rumors. All right. Let's talk about who do we think is most likely to attend the Met Gala. Other than Lewis? Right. He's, who, he's and, done it. And, he's done he's, it. And Danny went and Danny last year. It. So it's probably doubtful that someone does a repeat. I would like to see Yuki, but as like a mascot for someone. 
you know, like Lady Gaga or someone, she leads him around by a leash. And he's just somehow, somehow a part of her outfit. Like he becomes a prop to someone's outfit. Yeah, he's not there, like almost by choice. He's just a prop as part of someone else's Met Gala splash, you know? I think that would be cool. I think it's Charles. I think Charles. Can you not go twice? Sure. You yeah, can go yeah, twice. Yeah, I think yeah, Lewis yeah, yeah, is 100% yeah. going to be there. Yes. And the way I, I thought the spirit of the question was like, who, who would be next? Yeah. Who I think Danny will go again. I think we're, uh, but the Ferrari uh, should go. But the Ferrari movie just came out. So it kind of makes sense that a Ferrari driver goes. I mean, Charles is built for the Met Gala. He is. Yeah. There's no question. But, um, I think my answer is pretty good too because you know he wants to and he would look so regal in his French kingness as George Russell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in a, like a white tuxedo or something, way too big of a swing. I think he needs to ride in on a yeah. giant peacock. <laughs> I feel like he's somewhat forgettable though. I feel like he'll go there and like Danny got recognized by like, was it Anne Hathaway was like freaking out that she saw him. Oh, really? And like, I feel like Russell will go and no one will really know who he is. So like, this is a regal, good-looking guy, but who is he? Yeah, I guess that's why the spirit of the question seems relevant. It's not like who would be most likely to be invited. That I didn't go that direction. I just meant more like who wants to be there the oh, most. Russell, for sure. And I feel like our French king yeah. would it, really yeah, enjoy. It would, be, it would be cool. He could go full colonial and like ride in on the back of an <laughs> elephant or something. <laughs> you know, in a safari suit. <laughs> yeah. that, would be, that would be pretty sweet a with a cane. 30 out 6 on his lap. Someone's holding an umbrella over his head for sure. Put some dogs, some uh, fox dogs tr- trotting yeah. behind. <laughs> okay. Um, who do we think would get married? Uh, most likely to get married. George. I feel like, oh, really? George. You think George is going to get married? He's got that guy. girlfriend um, that he's with all the time. They've been dating for a couple years. Oh, okay. I don't know. He seems like a old married guy anyway. So. Yeah. That's a good yeah. bit. My, I have Al- Alex Albon for that. Yeah. I had, I had Albon as yeah. well, yeah. I hope he does. He's done well there. I want them to get married. They look like the yeah. greatest couple, and he's so sweet, and she seems mm-hmm. to be sweet, and they're both athletes. Mm-hmm. I think Botas, I think. He's, he's, he's already married. No, he's, he's with that Australian cyclist, but they're, like, always together. She's always at the races with them. You know, she's... They're all dating, like, young influencers, and he's kind of the only one dating, like... A peer. Other than Albon dating a peer, an athlete, yeah. someone who's, like, not very young. And I feel like yeah, that's their I, move. Well, we were around them. In Vegas, she was sitting down in his one seat that they get. Yeah, she was watching as he was in the pit in the car, and they already felt married to me. Yeah, I, I, sure. I just assumed they were married. Hmm. But maybe they are. They feel like people that it's going to be a small yeah. wedding at his, like, finish lake house right, right they had a ceremony in the sauna yeah jumped into the cold water and they're bound for life and eternity mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay um principal to be fired is a good question although i don't i don't claim to i only know like five of the principals so but and i don't even know the name of the guy i think will get fired <laughs> i got nothing here. okay okay because it seems so arbitrary to me yeah but obviously, Ferrari seems most likely to fire. He's gone, though, right? No, he- the, well, the current guy, uh, Fred, Fred Vasseur, he seems like he's there. It seems like their strategists are more likely to get fired than him. He seems like he maybe knows what he's doing. I think it's Austin Martin. I think it's Mike Crack. Just because, like, Lawrence is just probably vicious. And if any, mm. he's just going to clean house maybe this year. So, But yeah. Mike Crack seems like a great guy. I'm not saying anything against him. It just seems like Lawrence will really shake up the ship. Yeah, I have Mike Crack as well. Yeah. Um, not because he's not doing a really good job, 
but I think there's going to be so much expectation. Yeah. And I don't think Lawrence is a guy who has the patience to let it play yeah. out with all their new facilities and all the new stuff they've built up. And maybe he's going to be the full guy for that yeah. situation, which would be a shame because he seems like he's doing a great job. Speaking of Lawrence, do you guys follow like the whole thing with Susie? And yeah. the, the, all the allegations yeah. against her and whatever. Well, why don't you just tell people? Because I, I doubt everyone's following so, it. Someone accused Susie of leaking because she's the CEO or president, president of the F1 Academy, which is the women's side of Formula One. So she has... But some, let's be clear, that seems to be a division of FIA, right? Yes, yes. yes. But she works closely with the FIA. Okay. In her capacity at the Formula One Academy. And so there are these accusations that she was leaking some sort of information to Toto. What it would be that she's so privy to, who knows, but there was something that kind of questioned her integrity and blah, blah, blah. Um, all the teams, and she's been pretty outspoken, like this is a huge setback for the sport and I've worked so hard to get here and on and on and on. All the teams released statements saying, we did not make any accusations. Um, we respect Susie and the FIA and on it, you know, all of this. And they're all the same generic statement. Mm -hmm. Every team has released one on their Instagram, at least, except for Aston Martin, mm. um, at least as of a couple days ago. Yeah, there was some so, on Twitter, too. I don't know which ones were on Twitter because someone said that there were some posts on Twitter. We actually re released our own statement as well on TikTok, thanks to Rob. Oh, we, we weren't we weren't involved in that complaint as well. <laughs> um, but they all did it. Red Bull, Alpha Tari, Alpha Romeo, Mercedes, everyone, and there wasn't one from... Mm. Aston Martin. Um. And now the Wolves are looking to potentially sue about this because it really damaged. It went everywhere. It was all over the place. And they're like, this had no basis. This is defamation. Absolutely. And then FIA just like released a statement. It was like, yeah, it's all good. Well, that's all good? Like They looked into it. <laughs> yeah. Did she tell you anything? No, absolutely not. I don't know anything about no one's interested in it. Why would I even ask? What are you talking about? I go through her leaflets and her books that I left behind, but that's it. No communication between Susie and I regarding that because I don't care. I have my hands full with this team. I barely got into second place. <laughs> leaflets was my favorite part about that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so let's do team with the most DNFs, we think, next year. <sighs> Williams. I'm going to say Alpine. I think just that, with that, yeah. that those two, they're going to, and they're going to be changing a lot. There's a lot going on. Also, I don't think it's a rumor. I think uh, old Ferrari principal. Matteo Bonotto. Yeah, Bonotto. he's yeah. now apparently moved and going to be the principal of Alpine. Oh, so, really? Is it being confirmed? That are the, no, they're, they're heavy rumors, no confirmation, but I'm going on, if that's a rumor, that might add to their DNA. We need a scale for you, Matt. Like, uh, it's a, it's a light rumor. It's a rumor. I'd say I judge on how many times I see it. So this is like a, a sixty to seventy percent. There's a lot of it going around. So it's a heavy. It's it's a heavy. class classification heavy rumor yeah. at this point. Yeah. Matt, Matt may well have started this rumor about Susie Wolf. Actually, yeah, I'm not like, releasing a statement. The, 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 the odds are that he did. I literally um, wanted I had, to go back all of my rumors. Like I wanted to take time, but it was way too much time, and see what was actually true and see the truth percentage of what I was able to come out with. It's probably 50-50. <laughs> Which is... I'm going to say less than our 20 Two and a half percent times <laughs> yeah. our guessing yeah. average on P10. 50 is pretty good. Did anyone have a clever response to Anita Driver? I think 
It's good. It just someone put some time into it. Yeah. There. Going along with um, the the LPN guys, the Brothers Grimm, just uh, a really interesting story about these two brothers that like just fall apart and hate each other. Kind of like Cain and Abel. Uh, a little biblical story. Sure. So, But it's got to be psychosexual as well because Anita only. I had a, Yes. It's pants off and away we go. Oh, <laughs> that's great. It's pants off and away that we go. That could be the same story with the same brothers. Because maybe they're in love with each other and that's why there's friction and then they end up I'm nervous for Ocon if the rumors are true. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's end on uh, a little debate on who do we think will be the first driver to win other than Max. I think Carlos. I've got a lot of confidence in him. What? Wow. I don't know why. Wow. <sighs> well, he got close this this year. He or did. he won. He yeah, won. Yeah, what am I saying? Yeah. He did it. I feel like Carlos could have a Checo moment next year. That's the only reason I think. I think he might get in his head too much. I think he's just a loose cannon. If he if it lines up where he's got the right car for the track. He can keep it on the track. Yeah. He's just, I don't know. He's uh, so aggressive. I think it's the only way someone can win is being aggressive, driving some sort of different style mm -hmm. or different line. And he's kind of the guy I think that might, he has that style and might have the car one weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Jezra, who do you think is most likely? I feel like we both will have the same. I think he's quite tough, actually. I would say Charles or Lewis. Lewis, because he's a beast. And if they actually develop a mm -hmm. car that suits him, I think he, I actually think he's going to get in George's head and, and slowly grind him down over the season and just be really, really good. Mm. Uh, Lando obviously is the guy who feels like he's on the cusp of it, but I feel like Leclerc deserves it. I love watching him. He's such like a, He's like an acrobat with the car, isn't he? The way he drives it mm -hmm. and the way it's always on the edge. So I'm praying that Ferrari keep their momentum and he can be the guy. Yeah, he has this unique ability to be on the very edge, but it looks really uh, smooth and yeah. elegant. It never looks out of control. The only time you ever see him look like he has a moment, he's gone. He's lost it. But there's really no in-between spots for him. Yeah, agreed. Whereas Max, he's fucking, what's that turn at Spa? He's sideways in eighth gear, <laughs> yep. keeping it mashed down. And, you know, he has a lot of those kind of big, yeah. crazy moments. Does he? Oh, I almost lost it. Yeah. That's what he says after. <laughs> I think I'm also going Charles for sure. I yeah. think that that's yeah. most likely. Charles feels right. Uh, although, and Lando does. The, but I like Lewis as a call. It's just, it's so, you just knew they couldn't win last year. Mm -hmm. They just, the car, I feel like they did as good as they possibly could have with the, the car, thing. but they never, it was, if they had the corner speed, they even with DRS couldn't catch it. It's like they never had straight line speed. Mm -hmm. All these things you would, you would minimally need to pass max. They never mm -hmm. did. I don't know. The car will not go fast in a straight yeah. line. Yeah, he never had the car. If you had to choose, it's very rare that three or four cars are really, really good. Two cars is potentially yeah. possible. So if you had to choose Mercedes, Ferrari, or McLaren, to build the car that could take on Max next year. Who would you choose, do you think? I want to do mixed match. So I feel like if you put Toto at McLaren, it'd be McLaren. Because I yeah. think they're on to something and it's not even refined yet, right? It's always like six races old, what their breakthrough was. And I don't think they've now started twisting all the right knobs and dials to get it even higher. And I think Toto would be the man for that. But 
I still, Mercedes is hard to bet on because it's, again, are they, did they throw out the whole car? Yeah. That's, that's what they need to do. They did they? Yeah, they said they threw out the whole car. What I more mean is, who do you think would push Max the hardest? Would it be Hamilton if Mercedes got it right? Would it be Charles oh. or Carlos if Ferrari got it right? Or would it be Lando or Piastri if McLaren got it right? I think Lando and, and, and Lewis are the best battles out there. He and Charles race so clean. I think it's because they did so much karting together or something. Yeah. It's generally not that dramatic. And I will even say, Max, he seems to be easy on Charles. He's Like, when Charles passed him a few times this year, it wasn't that crazy Max we see often when someone's trying to pass. Mm -hmm. Like, he kind of, you know, I don't want to say let him by, but he didn't battle much. And I feel like those two have such a weird, like they're a married couple. They know how to race each other. Mm -hmm. It's like they know when it's that person's day. They accept it pretty quickly. But, you know, Max will never let Lewis by. He'll, he'd rather crash. I'd pick Mercedes. Piastri's too young. Max would eat him up. And Lando just will never win. So mm -hmm. we got to go with, <laughs> with Lewis and, and George. But the reason I think Lando is a potentially a great story in a battle is simply because they're they are so close and positive to one another but that's because he hasn't beat max yet and i just yeah. think that they're both so cocky in a way that it could get really hair raising those two yeah. going for it because lewis look lewis isn't going to battle as hard as he did in 2021 there's just no way he's he'll be 39 maybe harder maybe, maybe more maybe yeah. get back oh. he wants that last he wants Charles that eight so badly can you with 700 million in the bank in a great life can you really go i want to die this sunday for it what else is there yeah, for him to they get they know they're not going to die anymore well he likes surfing and he's it's got the one thing hobbies. he can't just go do i mean i hope that's the case i just he's he is he drove most of the year quite responsibly he had two races where we we're like oh there's old lewis he's driving on the grass but we only had two of that yeah. whereas lando i think is he's a live wire yeah if he mm. sniffs yeah victory. i think for for lewis if he's not gonna win he's not gonna go falls to the wall right like, he's not gonna kill himself to get fifth yeah like he's just gonna be responsible and get yeah. through the weekend but i think if he somehow miraculously got a car he could switch that gear to win yeah but and he's got some unfinished business from 2021 mm -hmm. he yeah. he's pissed uh yeah. but yeah i don't think he cares about getting fourth versus fifth he's mm. just gonna coast yeah. right i gotta show this i was watching football yesterday and a new texting and driving commercial just came on did anyone see this mm -mm. it's from the point of view of like a driver is the camera and a driver in Formula One is texting as he's driving, uh -huh. which is obviously like Max or Alonzo. Yeah. And then it's like, don't text and drive. And then the driver throws the phone out of the car. It rolls a hundred times. We always see these commercials, but it was a Formula One driver texting and driving. And it says even the pros don't text and drive. But, but kind they, of they do. But they do. But they they do. do. And Lewis is well, here right now at the football game yesterday. He was? was? He? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because he's owns part of the Broncos. Oh, And they were here yeah. playing the Chargers. And he was here. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh, funny enough, there was a story in the New York Times this morning about texting and driving because we're the only U.S. is an outlier of all countries from 1920 till now. Road fatalities and accidents have gone down uh, vehicular-related Oh. Uh, precipitously, but we we flattened out, we we plateaued, and now we've been on the rise for like the last eight or ten years. But the rest of Europe and the other rich countries, it's theirs has continued to fall. So there's all these people trying to figure out what it is about, and two of the explanations are a lot of them are pedestrian deaths, getting hit by cars. Uh huh. So they think that the, the the texting and the being in your phone is part of that. But then the other explanation was that Americans 
use their phone while they're in the car more than these other countries. Oh. But one of the explanations was, and this blew my mind. I thought of you immediately, Jethro. It said still 75% of cars in Europe are still sticks. Yeah, I would think so. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's nuts. I mean, there are no, everything's an automatic now. So they're yeah. like, you can't actually text and drive a stick shift. So yeah. that might be the explanation. I thought, wow, bizarre. It could huh. be, but it could also be that you drive around in four and a half ton pickup trucks. And if yeah. you do even touch a pedestrian at six miles an hour, you generally decapitate them or kill them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they accounted for that, though. They said the cars haven't really, got, they've gotten marginally bigger, but not enough to match. They were like, "Is the, uh, the car's gotten yeah. bigger and, and more lethal, but they, that was ruled it's out. Nothing to do with the spikes on our bumpers either. Right. No. Um, do you know what? Also, drink driving, I think, is still more of a thing in the US than certainly the UK. Maybe not mainland Europe. Like, they love a drink in Italy and then a drive. But um, it's such a big place. Like, to get from one place to another, people go out, have a couple of drinks and then dr drive. But that that was accounted for as well. And those numbers have fallen as well. So there's less DUIs than there's ever been. So there's less oh. people drinking and driving. There's all these factors. Well, Uber has to not have eliminated it. Yeah. Helped. Down so much. Sure. Yeah, big time. Uh, it does remind me, though, is one time I was uh, uh, when I worked for GM and it was uh, some vehicle launch and it was the first airbag uh, that had ever been put in. I forget what car it got put in first. Um, and we already had ABS and, you know, the seatbelts that were active and variable. And, and this engineer, I, I was like cleaning the interior. He's looking at the thing and he goes, yeah, this is the wrong direction to go. He's like, you want to get rid of fatalities? You should put a 14-inch spike on the steering wheel facing the driver. If everyone had to stare at a 14-inch spike and they knew if they reared at someone, they would get impaled, yeah. you would have zero accidents. That's <laughs> America. I was like, well, that's one way to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. A huge, huge rusty spike pointed at your face. Uh, goes so slow. I'd get sideways less, I think. Yeah. <laughs> There's a spike on the side where your head would go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so much fun. We will be back next week, and we're going to take audience questions, which we're so grateful people submitted, mm -hmm. and we're going to answer the questions that the uh, F1Es have been curious about. So until next week, we encourage everyone to push, 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 push.